Okay, now yeah, I think we're cooking. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. I am your host, Rich Conroy, and with me as always is my co-host, lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey everybody, how are you? So, Pat, we did it! <laughs> is that what the bell's for? <laughs> right now it is, yeah. We did it, Pat Rooney. We got through the entire original 39 episodes. I of never the first thought we would actually get that far. And I now know. We're there. Only because of the fact that like it took us forever to get started. Right, it and then we had a month off. Yeah, yeah. So like, you guys didn't experience this because we've been putting them up in as close to real time, as, as close to weekly as possible. So you haven't experienced a huge gap that we have. Yeah. Um, but. It, it appeared that the uh, universe was conspiring against us briefly. Yeah, because things just happen. Yeah, the kids yeah, yeah. are home. That means we can't do the pod. And yeah, real life is tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can't. It's, it's tough. That's behind the screens, everybody. Ooh. That's right, everybody. This is a little, a little uh, <laughs> B- BTP behind the pod. There you go. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, with the last two episodes was... Um, the Spaceship Rescue, Rescue Command right. and Farewell Ultraman. Right. Yeah. So, uh, hey, here's a here's a little thing right up front. If anyone knows where I can get a subtitled version, a subtitled version of the follow-up film, Revive Ultraman, uh, please hit us up at ultramanpodcast at gmail.com and uh, tip me off to where I could get that. And I will be very, very happy. Thank true, you very true, much. Because we want to see how Ultraman gets revived. Yeah, obviously. that'd be neat. Um, Fergus, we're recording a podcast. He doesn't care. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he just wants to be up here, which is fine. Um, so anyway, we're going to go through our two episodes today, as usual. Um, and first up, Spaceship Rescue Command, the 38th episode of Ultraman. Four. Two nineteen sixty seven April second. April second. So we're actually catching up to. Almost we're actually in the, years the right. <laughs> we're actually right in the um, right in the pocket here of at least the same month. Um, and uh, screenplay by Shozo Uehara, directed by Hajime Subaraya. So Subaraya one of Subaraya's sons. Right? Yeah. Oh, no, Subaraya's son. Yeah. Okay. Ag. He is a. Uh, Ag is the uh, the original. Is the, this is the, uh, the the yeah the originator, if you will. Gotcha. All right, we're picking up the dog. <laughs> okay, here we go, everybody. NASA was studying the planet Q. At least that's what they're calling it in the Japanese version. Yeah. Oh, uh, what did they call it on ours? I don't remember. Yeah, it was some kind of other name. We'll call it Planet Q. Yeah. Because uh, it's easier. Uh, when the they were all blinded because they saw some weird eye. Um, Science Patrol was, of course, called into duty and went to Space Station 2. They encountered a meteor shower when they were close to the space station, which was nice. Which was a nice effect. I, yeah. That was very cool. I don't quite know how they did it. I mean, okay, rocks on strings. Yeah. Let's, a lot of rocks on strings. Let's point out, one, that launch sequence for the ship. Right. It was a nice combination of the Batman opening sequence yeah. and the Star Trek launching of... The Enterprise from the movie. No, 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 oh, no. The the, uh, oh, the Galileo shuttle, shuttle. Okay, Galileo yeah. shuttle. Yeah. A nice combination of those two different things. Yeah. Combined it to this one shot that was super cool. Yeah, it was we great. It and it's back. a ship we've never seen before. It's right. some, like it, deep like space rock. They threw a lot at these two episodes because they're like, you know what? We're pretty much done. We can throw the rest of the budget at these. Right. So 
Um, the, you know, and then we see it, like I just said, the ship we've never seen before. Spacesuits we've never space seen suits before. Spacesuits we've never seen before. The and silver spacesuits. Everybody goes. Everybody gets yeah, to go. Yeah, everybody gets to Food go gets to space. Go. Right. Everybody. So they get sent to Space Station V2, where they encounter a meteor shower when they were close. Uh, when they went to the space station, they found another problem. Uh, the crew was all incapacitated. They had right. all been blinded. They'd all been blinded and don't know why they couldn't move while they were blinded, but I guess, okay, they're blind, so they can't yeah. really see around the space station. Well, yeah, the one guy was up in the catwalks, and he said the, the rest of the crew is in... Um, the, Storage the, somewhere? Didn't yes, really. they, yeah, I forget where they were. They were in another compartment. Then they had another problem, was that their BM fuse was dead. Yeah, and this was one of their major bus fuses we got to gather. It's a fuse, and guys. right away, we're saying... In space. Yeah, <laughs> A, fuses in space. That doesn't quite work. But, you know, now we rarely think of fuses because they're all trip switches. And microprocessors. Exactly. And plasma coils. <laughs> but you, you, know, you think back 50 years ago and they yeah. actually had fuses. And right. It was, you had to replace fuses. Now, in the, uh, the, uh, they have 24 hours left, according to this. So that must have been the Japanese version has 24 hours instead of 10. No, they had 24. <laughs> no, well, they did first, not because it's an eight-hour round trip. Right. So they only had two hours to get the. Oh, to get to, to get right, the, right. They only had yeah. Two, right. So they had to hours. go to Planet Q where they had launched a uh, drop some equipment previously. Because they're right. like, oh, one of those fuses should be on our equipment. Sure. Okay. Great. So uh, Arashi says it's going to be about a sixty-hour round trip back to Earth, but then Ide says, uh, Ido says, oh, let's go to Planet Q and get the fuse from the prospector. Right, and that'll only be 10 hours. Right, or with this Eight hours round trip. 23 with no screw-ups. Now, I mean, the thing I didn't particularly like is, okay, if you're going to have fuses, fine, I'll buy it. They don't work in space, but fine. Yeah. Oh, hey, we we could we have to order them by regular channels. <laughs> that was what they actually said, is we can order it through regular channels. Um, we're in space. Yeah, first and, off, yeah. okay, but... <laughs> the fuse is a critical system. <laughs> you might have an extra. Maybe you have a spare in the junk drawer somewhere. You know, <laughs> like and if mustard packets, soy sauce, fuses. Uh, oh, fuse! Here we go. We're here, guys. And if they're all that different, that's not well thought out. No. As we figured out with Apollo 13, you make stuff as close to the same as you can, yeah. so it's easily interchangeable. Everybody's got the same fuse, guys. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so they fly over to Planet Q and they find Saigo and Kiala fighting. Um, Saigo was beating Kiala and then Kiala used a blinding flash attack and uh, Saigo dug, tried to dig himself away. They now, land, the, the Saigo monster was the one The that, one with the breathy thing. The breathy thing that froze the other one. Okay, right. fair enough. Um, <coughs> they, um... They uh, go to, they get in their little tank vehicle, which was nice. Very, very Another cool. thing we've yeah, never seen. New vehicle. And right. then we saw that the... Oh, and how nice was the satellite, by the way? The space station. Just, the space station was cool. Right, yeah. They had and the little looked, docking thing, came out of the space for, for the trekkers out there, it looked a lot like Deep Space Nine. It had yeah, different arms going sure. up and around. I mean, it wasn't... You could figure it wasn't supposed to be as big because right. they had to dock the spaceship on top, top of, of it. The yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I could see that. Sure. All right. Um, the uh, 
so they get the cue. They're they're going via tank, and uh, they are attacked by Saigo, right. and uh, they blow the bejesus out of them with a bunch of missiles that well, come they, out of the top of the tank. The, a, the missiles that are on the top of the tank, but they also have this new giant gun oh, well, that shoots on the other all guy. Yeah, yeah. sorts of different rockets out of the <laughs> front. And they show this giant gun in the ship, and you're like, it is literally, okay, new gun? It is literally <laughs> eight-tenths of the width of the cock. Yeah. <laughs> it is a <laughs> giant Honking gun. They oh, are not kidding around. My God. Enormous. Enormous. Um, so they, they get the fuse. Um, uh, Ito and, and um, Arashi go out. They just get the one fuse. Yeah, just God one fuse. That's all you need. need more than one. No, you need one fuse. <laughs> they can order it through regular channels, Pat. Come on. <laughs> we just got to stop the shit. I mean, you're talking an eight-hour round trip for one fuse. Ah, uh, no. Yeah. But okay. okay. And this is the thing that kills me. They left Fuji on the death trap station. Oh yeah, it's gonna explode and if they don't bring the fuse back, she's gonna die. Yeah. With the other four astronauts that are all blinded. Do you think maybe like four hours into the trip they were like, oh crap. Like <laughs> just keep going, just keep we're going. We're good, we're good. Yeah. We'll fix it, don't worry. As soon as they left, they forgot about her completely. Yeah. That's what that's what they do. Oh man. <laughs> So they they try to escape with the fuse. Um, Hayata and Arashi are left on the planet because um, Hayata was distracting Kayala right uh, with Our the monster. with the giant Gamma Five Cannon or whatever Which, the hell they call again, it. Thing. Yeah, giant gun. it's amazing. <laughs> it's got ten barrels. Yeah. Yeah, front. It, I thought it was double barreled at first, but no, each barrel contains five separate barrels. Exactly, and it looked incredibly yeah. cool. It basically looked like it was shooting ten Roman candles at yeah. once. I mean, basically, that's what it was. Yeah. It's exactly what it was. It was berserk. <laughs> and so. to have somebody think this thing through, yeah. so that way you're not actually hurting the actor that's holding the stupid gun. Right. And he's got to hold it. That's the easy part. I think your finger is tougher when the guy in the suit has flaming balls of phosphorus just <laughs> coming right at him. Oh, terrific. That's great. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Oh, this is, so, this is fantastic. Thanks so much, guys. Oh, my God. So, um, you know, they distract him, and um, Hayata, of course, becomes Ultraman to defeat this monster. Right. Dukes it out with him for a while. And um, the monster blinds Ultraman. Yes. Yes, you know, you're right. I forgot about that. Wow. Um, he, uh, now, uh, there's a, um, Ultraman attempts to fight him with the, uh, he tries to use the old uh, laser buzzsaw thing. Laser buzzsaw. Doesn't work. No, because he catches it on his tail. And yeah, which was, back. yeah, which was just the ridiculous thing. You, you see the laser buzzsaw come, he catches it on his tail and wings it back at yep. Ultraman. You're um, like, oh, come on, really? <laughs> um, then he was, uh, let's see, the hero caught the alien beast with his Ultra Catch Ray V2, version 2, Right. floated it into the air, driving it off, and then exploding it in yeah, the Yeah, and distance. this Ultra Catch Ray we've never seen before either. And it, it was just <laughs> basically a, a, a straitjacket looking bean kind of thing. Caught him, picked him up, Threw him out and somehow exploded him, and we're not supposed to just guess how. Yeah. 
Because he's it's Ultraman. Like, That's uh, all. Yeah, yes. <laughs> or he took him outside of the pressure of the atmosphere and it just and it blew him apart. <laughs> Which would be a even worse sure. death. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, oh, no. uh we're gonna go with the we're gonna go with the crummier monster first, which is Saigo for our monster minute. Okay. Um he is forty five meters tall, he's forty thousand tons. A little heavier than our average monster. Yep, he is from Planet Q. Um This is well, Cordon. Cordon, that's, that's it. Yeah, nice cordon. Took me a minute. <laughs> Very nice. Hey, listen, it, it, there's stuff in there. It just takes a while yeah, to see it. rattling around. <laughs> now, here's the funny thing. There's two different stats on here. This says, hey, you know what's here? Cordon in the English. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we are good. Hey. <laughs> so this says he's 18,000 tons and 32 meters tall. Who do you believe? I don't know. Okay. Go with it. Um... His roar is possibly from Godzilla raids again. They're not sure. Um, he has two powers: burrowing right. and his sand attack. That is a sandblaster. Oh, that was a sandblaster that froze you. Which guy. makes sense because he was all caked up. Caked up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. Good. Fair enough. Fine. Fine. <laughs> I don't think we ever see him again. He oh, wasn't that exciting. No, he wasn't. He was absolutely not exciting. The other monster was much more exciting. Oh, absolutely. I mean, gets to blind you right away, and yeah. you're blinded for a good little while, yeah. which is kind of neat. Yeah, I don't see anything here that shows that shows he ever appeared anywhere else. Um, so we're going to go with uh, Kiala here. Okay. Or maybe it's Kila? Kiala? K-I-Y-L-A. Kyla? Kyla. Kyla? We'll go with Kyla. All right, fine. Um, he appears in episode 38, obviously. Um, 39 meters, 21,000 tons. A little lighter for our monsters. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, of course, he was a space roach, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, he was very, very roach-looking. Yeah. 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 Our trivia is suit actor Haro Nakajima, Mr. Godzilla himself. Oh, okay, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Which yeah. is... what. You can see he that was a very well acted monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he knows what to do with the suit. Um, when he uses his blinding flash attack, the opening special effects of the cracking door from Ultra Q is heard. Oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Fair enough. Now I recognize it. Sure. Um, let's see. Um, his name is taken from the English terms for killer and I. Okay, okay, Killer Eye. Fair enough. In a rare 1967 TV show called He of the Sun, Kila was pinted, pinted, pitted against Gyra, the green gargantua from War of the Gargantuas of Toho fame. Oh, okay. Making this okay. the first, first time both companies let a monster from their franchises meet. Snappy. There you go. And, and like you said, these guys do tend to work together. If you yes. call them up and say, hey, by the way, can we borrow the monster? They're going to let you do it. Yeah, that's... Which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's... I mean, because E.G.C. Rai was working on Godzilla films and this stuff concurrently. Oh, true, 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 true. So, true. like, he had a working relationship with Toho Both. Studios. Right, gotcha. sure. So they could say, hey, by the way, you want to bring this other monster? You go, yeah, all right. No yeah, yeah, can we borrow some of this? Can we borrow some of that? <sighs> and, uh... There is an entry for this He of the Sun show. I gotta know what that's. It was a Japanese drama produced by Toho. A there drama? There is absolutely nothing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there is nothing going on here. There's a little bit of 
couple of screenshots. And that's about That's it. not helping. I wonder where you can find that. Anybody who knows where you can get the episode of He of the Sun, where these two monsters fight, we would love to see it. So uh, hit us up. And uh, we'll be right back after this with... Oh, what did you think of this episode? Good episode. Well, that's okay. You were getting so... You got distracted. Yeah, I did. It was a good episode. I I like the fact, like you said, they are now throwing the rest of their budget (laughs) into, let's make some different miniatures. Yeah, there's tanks. There's a ship. A new ship. Two monsters. Exactly. And the the sequence where they sent the ship into space, Mm -hmm. a new spaceship that they we've never seen before, a new suit that they've never seen before, astronaut suits, exactly, cockpit sets. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we've seen the cockpit set. Oh yeah, we have. We've seen the same exact cockpit set. It's it. They show it in different spacesuits. We've seen this. Oh, we've seen that cockpit, but it was somebody else's ship. Yeah. Okay. We've seen this set. But, I mean, all the other stuff that they showed, that's a lot of different things they threw at this episode. Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, they know they're going to wrap this up soon. Yeah. They know they have a budget. Might as well blow it because if you don't use it, you're just going to lose it. That's right. Might as well just throw the money I think they just said, look, we're going to set aside 8% out of every episode. And then we're going to blow it all up. Last two episodes. Last two are going to be great. Yeah, and I mean, this is a cool, cool episode. Now, again, I go with the fire in outer space. Not good, not humanly possible. (laughs) But I'll let it go. Yeah, what can you do? (laughs) But yeah, um, I also, we forgot to note that um, Kyla's... um, Exoskeleton can withstand the specium ring. Right, right, right. It did. That's right, why he had to do the. That's why he had to do the lift him, chuck him, and blow him up method. Yeah, which was a cool effect. It, yeah, I mean they had that that effect we've never seen before. We've right. seen the buzzsaw, the species ray didn't do anything, which we've seen on other monsters. Yeah. But now you get a a basically a straitjacket that can lift them up right. and throw them out into space. Yeah. Okay, and somehow blow them up. Never yep. really. That is the ultra. That is the ultra slash. I always forget the name ultra of that. Ultra slash. Yeah. All right. That's the. Fair that's enough. the. That's the buzzsaw. Oh, okay. It's the ultra slash. Close enough. We're gonna call it the buzzsaw because yeah. that's what it looks like. The, yeah, the laser buzzsaw. <laughs> I like it. All right. So we'll be back in a few uh, in a moment with uh, part two. Yeah. Returned and uh, coming up next, farewell, Ultraman. This is the final episode, Pat. Which I really never this thought is... that we would get to. <laughs> <laughs> when you first said thirty-nine episodes. I'm like, that's gonna take forever, right? And, and here we are, like, done. Twenty hours, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a lot of. It's not a lot, but it sounds like a lot. Well, I mean, if you think that twenty hours is basically. Ten weeks, yeah, which is two and a half months. And yeah. the way we're doing things, yeah. it's really three and change. Yeah, <laughs> like when you start getting up to like Ultraman Cosmos, which is a fifty-two episode series. Yeah, that's gonna take time. That that will that will require a little bit of work. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, okay, well, it's a normal day for Earth. There's a massive invasion fleet of alien ships near the moon. Uh, the Science Patrol Paris base radios in in Japan that the coming fleet. May well be the largest that they've ever seen, and it is coming towards them. 
Right, and they show a couple different shots of Paris, New York, Rome, just various major little, cities. Yeah, a little stock footage. Yeah, yeah stock footage of major sure. cities, just so they can buy time. Yeah, because they, they will need they will need to buy some time because yeah. they are they are wrecking stuff left and right in this oh, yeah, one. Absolutely. Um, now they take matters into their own hands. Uh, well, Paris at first says that they are going to take launch care, the initiative. Launch right. the initiative, and then. Ito, our comic relief, says, well, we should attack them. And Mer says, no, Paris has said they will attack them yeah. first. And then well, it turns out they're coming for them. Yeah, they're coming for the Science Patrol yeah. directly because somehow they figured out that the Science Patrol has Ultraman. Not supposed to. Guess how? Well, my guess is because the Ultraman always helps him out. So yeah, like, yeah. You like if we, wanna, if we want to get Ultraman to come, in to come out and fight, we gotta Let's go just to poke the stick in the beehive that is the science patrol. Yeah, and how they know it's the Japanese science patrol as opposed to all the other science patrol outfits that are supposed to be in because we know that there's one in Paris. We know Fine that question, Geneva. Yeah, we know that there's a few different science patrols around, so how they know it's in Japan? Yeah, they just know. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so they leave, uh, leaving Fuji and Dr. Iwamoto A.K.A. Doctor Exposition yeah. uh, to take the strikes, uh, take those guys and their VTOLs to wipe out the uh, enemy ships. Right? And holy crap! What a firefight! Yeah, there are a lot of these ships, and you figure, okay, they had. And this is the first time we've seen the Japanese Air Force shoot anything down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is. The, I mean, They're doing a great job. They had some nice stock footage of the actual Japanese Air Force, mm -hmm. and then obviously the miniature planes. Right. You figure they had. A dozen to two dozen of the miniature uh -huh. Japanese planes, and also another two dozen of at the, least, yeah, yeah, at least of the aircraft, the you know the spaceships, whatever they were, which were a very cool little design on yeah. the spaceship. Yeah, and then they actually shot each other down. Yeah, and like you said, every time you see the explosion, you see, you see the strains holding the things up, and I'm like. Okay. But there's so many. There's so All many. Right, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they show a couple of the same shots two or three different times, but you're like, you know what? Yeah. I can let that go. Yeah, because it's it's quick cut. It's, yeah. It's fine. Um, so, uh, Dr. Uemoto decides he wants to go um, help. He should be with Captain Mira. And then he runs down, down towards the hangar and is intercepted and right. dragged into a vent. Yeah, which of course we've never seen this vent before, but we don't see the well, entire we don't see the building basement all the time. Right. right. Well, as far as we know, six people in there. Let <laughs> I me mean, come on. So true. <laughs> there has to be a janitor at least somewhere that we've never seen. There's got to be. Like one guy walking around like these guys are leaving their messes around. Super guns got them up. Go ahead, Ted. Clean up after all the smart people. Okay, sure. <laughs> so. While they're out, um, you know, tearing up alien ships, uh, the possessed Dr. Iwamoto comes in and strangles Fuji until she loses consciousness and then shoots up the communications. Yeah, he, it just makes a gun appear. Right. And then shoots up the entire board that's there with all the flashing lights and right, everything. Right, right. Which is, you know, okay, science yeah. fiction in the hey, 60s. It's going to be over, man. That's yeah, years is over. Well We're blowing the crap up. out of everything. <laughs> we are going to destroy headquarters. Yeah. So they come back um, and they find the base in absolute chaos. Um, they find Fuji 
Uh, well, they tried to call Fuji first, right. and she wasn't answering. So they figure, okay, there's a problem. We have to go see what's going on. Exactly. So they find her. Come here, dog. They uh, find her laying unconscious. They get her out of the building. Ito takes her and uh, assists her out of the building. Escorts her out of the building, yeah. Then they see Dr. Iwamoto running out. And this is the, the scene I've been waiting for, where Arashi just runs like Lou. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, for a not skinny guy, he had yeah. some speed He's on He's a burly him. man. Yeah. yeah, he had some actual speed. We're both sitting there going, I can't run that fast. Yeah, Lou can. Lou can. Lou's a heavy, yeah. a heavy our friend guy. Lou. He's not, yeah, it's our friend Lou. He's not real. He's not super thin, but he's in better shape than either one of us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, but he runs. He we call him the Greek gazelle. He's <laughs> he's absolutely flawless in the running. Thank you, dog, for kissing me. Yeah, you need that my nose, nostril clean. Oh, buddy. Okay. <laughs> I know. You want to go for a walk? We'll go out in a little while. Um. And he runs so fast in this that yeah, I initially had to watch it to make sure it wasn't sped up. You did? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm like, they have to have sped that footage up. No, no, no. They, and then I you see everyone else in the background running at a normal pace. Yeah, so he's actually booking it. Arashi just... Woof. Yeah. And catches Dr. Iwamoto at Dr. Yeah, that's position it. Quickly and jumps at his legs and knocks him down. Yeah, gives him a good old football tackle. Right. Um, and then Mira comes over to roll him over and you realize he's an alien. Right, right. He's got like a, it looks kind of like asparagus. Sort of. Yeah, yeah with one eye. One eye in the middle. Right. And then Hayata just shoots him. Yeah, that's, isn't that what we do with aliens it's at true. this point? Yeah. He shoots him with that, uh, the big long gun. Um, yeah. Not, the, not the big, big, big not long gun. Not the huge gun. gun that we just saw the, last one, the but first, the regular big gun. The first long gun that Ito invented to fire out the windshield of the VTOL. <laughs> I can't keep track. There's so There's many too many different guns. guns. And uh, they, he turns into, like, he gets frozen, and then he sort of peels away like... Like yeah, dead leaves. which was a fantastic effect. Yeah, that was that was and fun. I, I was trying to figure out how they did it, and I kind of got a figure yeah. that it was double screen, and then just peeling away, basically shrinky dicks. It was a, it was probably a photo. Okay, they shot a photo. Right, it right. Posed it on the background, and then and then how did they get it to shrivel up like that? Is I don't question. know. Heat. Not that quickly. Fire? I don't know. I could see, okay, if you went with the photo thought, right. and then broke the photo and used a small little blower, mm -hmm. that would do that it. That might do it, yeah. Go with that. But okay. it was really cool. It was a very cool effect. Yeah, right. it was It was great. Um, so oh, then, uh, bless you. No problem. Um, so that was Alien Zeton, who com and then he says Zeton, Zeton, as he disappears. Okay. Um... So finally, another. Oh, excuse me. Yes. My goodness. Yeah, I know. Pat is allergic to the end of series. <laughs> Allergies are starting to catch. Oh, tell me, I know. Um, so uh, finally, alien ship, way bigger than the other ones, um, lands, inflates a giant. What we can only assume is an egg. Yeah, and a balloon. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, basically, we both said at the same time, "Oh, it's just inflating a giant balloon. What's that yeah. going to be?" Macy's parade. Yeah, basically. <laughs> And out comes our giant monster, and Rich said, okay, so it's supposed to be night, I guess? Yeah, that's Zeton. So Arashi runs back to the base to rescue Fuji and the real Iwamoto. Hayata transforms into Ultraman, and soon they are fighting. Right, uh, of course. 
Uh, Zeton damages Ultraman's color timer at this point. Right. So that way Ultraman can't tell how much power he has mm -hmm. left. So he finally ends up dying, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah which is... And Pat was like, what the hell? That's not supposed to happen. <laughs> now, having known that I have seen this... Um, you know, he was like, uh, that's crazy. Like, yeah. But, I, you know, I knew that was coming. Yeah, he knew it was. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm trying to go into these things fresh. So that way I can mm -hmm. give mm -hmm. a, an unbiased, unknowing opinion. And it was, I'm like, wait a minute. They're not supposed to kill Ultraman. Right. Then it, Dr. Iwamoto gives uh, the Science Patrol a new a new rocket to yes. shoot at shoot Zeton. At, yeah. And they do. Uh, Arashi shoots him and blows Zeton to literal bloody chunks of monster. Right, which that rain down the on the science patrol. And it's finally. another one of those that Rich is going, oh good, now the cleaning crew's got yeah. lots of crap to pick up. Finally, on. we <laughs> see the aftermath of bloody hunks of monster all over the place. Um, and they were like, oh wait, the, the best part is he goes, oh, this will destroy the monster. It was just finished yesterday. Yeah, well, uh, how we know it's going to destroy okay, the monster? fair enough. <laughs> Um, so, uh, just now after the narrator that, comes and tells and us says what happened, another right? alien from M78 to mm -hmm. give Ultraman more power somehow. Right. So he sees two of his previous battles, the one with Jiris and, right. uh, I don't remember. Gisura, I think. Yeah. Um, but another nice stock footage to fill in some time so we can mm -hmm. throw more stuff mm -hmm. at the screen. Then uh, Ultraman Zothi shows up uh, and says he is his superior. Right, of course. And you did a great job. And uh, why do you want to come back? Yeah. And he was like, well, I killed Hayata by accident. And he goes, oh, no, Hayata will be fine. Um, yeah, we're going to leave him the beta capsule, and okay. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So it was nice. Um, they wave goodbye to Ultraman, and a clearly amnesiac Hayata is left with the beta capsule. In the English dub, he keeps his memory and joins his friends seeing Ultraman and Zafi off. Okay. So in Japanese, they wipe his memory. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, fair Which enough. Which seems inefficient yes. at best. At best. Although, if you knew you were Ultraman, and now you're not... Well, I mean, here's... Like, the All issue. these monsters start attacking, and you're like, well, oh, we're turning Ultraman, this would be really great, but... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and, and you pointed this out as well. Okay, Ultraman's got to go back to, what was it, Galaxy? Nebula M78 in the fourth galaxy. Fourth galaxy, right. And Which is, you have to bang a left at the third. At the third. And if you favorite. get to the Texaco, you've you gone too far. far. You go. Of course, you've got to come back. <laughs> you hook your left at Albuquerque, That's and right. you missed it. But now... How long does it take for him to go there, nah. get his power type, nah. come back, nah. and no monsters are going to attack in the interim? Of course not. Why would they? Well, maybe they can make more than little rockets. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it. In the last couple episodes, Ito has been ramping up all the stuff he's been making. The monster destruction yes. abilities of yes. the Science Patrol. Too sweet, my friend. So now that you're saying that they don't need Ultraman. Not now, I guess. For a little while, anyway. For a little while, obviously. Oh. Okay, so uh, we got to go with uh, Alien Zeton. That's going to be the uh, our Broccoli Man. Um, his height is two meters. No, that's the, the smaller guy. Yeah, a little oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, Alien Zeton. Um, 60 kilograms. Yeah, human weight. Oh, we've got a roar. Okay. Hold on. 
Oh, it's in St. Seton. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Um, the Zetonian aliens are one of many races who at one time or another would seek Earth as their own. Unlike many of the others before them, they were far better prepared for their invasion. Yeah, they had lots of ships. Yeah. They really did have lots of ships. Having obtained one of the most powerful monsters ever to fight an Ultra, Zeton. Yes. Because um, he actually did beat the Ultra, yep. obviously. Yeah. Um, having become well aware of the Science Patrol's role in stopping previous invasions by the Baltans, Zarab, Dada, and Mephilus, uh, Zetonian disguised himself as a human, his intent being to infiltrate the Science Patrol. There you go. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. That, that works for me. Um, so, let's see. It should be noted that Alien Zeton was never named in the original series, was simply referred to as Mr. the Meister Aliens. Meister aliens? Yeah, M-Y-S-T-E-R, or Mr. Alien. Mr. Alien. Mysterious aliens. Mr. Alien. <laughs> oh, Fergus. He's really got to go. I know. Like, seriously, five minutes, buddy, and it'll be fine, okay? Um, alien Zeton is also called the Zetonian, and is the closest translation to Zeton Seijin. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Um, this is... This is the only time Alien Zeton has used a human disguise. Okay. He do, they do show up in later periods of uh, Ultraman oh, a lot. Okay. Um, and then we go with the big Alien Zeton, or just Zeton, the monster. Uh, let's see. Is also spelled Zeton, Z hyphen ton for oh. some reason. It's a giant, powerful, horned, humanoid, beetle-like kaiju. Yeah, it did look very much like a beetle with mm -hmm. some kind of light thing in the face so it could, you know, be lit up in yellow. Yep. Uh, it's considered widely to be the most powerful monster in the original series. Right. Again, it killed Ultraman. Mm-hmm. Um, any sort of roar? Oh, look at, look at, look at. What do we got? Here we go. Same thing. Same roar. Yeah that's, yeah, that's the same exact thing. Ah. Now, let's see what's going on here. Uh, and the original ending of the battle between Ultraman and Zeton was to end with Zeton killing Ultraman by destroying his color timer instead of Ultraman falling unconscious, then for Zeton to be destroyed by Zafi. Which one was Zafi? The um, superior Ultraman. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, however, Subaraya rejected this idea for being too violent. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, you don't really want to kill Ultraman completely. Yeah. As, uh, if you knock him unconscious, then that's fine. Because then he can actually come back, which is what we want. Right. Now, many people mistakenly think that the crevice or the mouth is his eye, and vice or vice versa. His eyes are actually located in his chest. It's those two big... The two big yellow things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's mine. Oh, oh, my God. Sorry, folks. Oy. Zeton appears in the Japanese variety show Takeshi's Castle in the special monster episode. <laughs> he participates in the games Catch It, Boulder Dash, in which he both falls in. Okay. In the U.S. version of this show, known as MXC, he is comedically called Queerwig, and given the description that he crawls into children's ears and transforms them into gay teenagers. Oh, no, please. Really? They're going to go with oh, Queerwig? Oh, oh, dear. Okay. He is one of the few monsters that can speak. Although he's only capable of saying his own name, accompanied by various beeping noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, despite having a subtitle of Space Dinosaur, he does not much look like a dinosaur. No, not at all. It's good trivia. Not at all. Good trivia, guys. 
His breathing sounds are derived from Kimmerman's breathing noises, and beeping noises were modified from the telephone ringtone, which is reused from King Ghidorah. Oh. I have been right. Vindication! <laughs> Finally! Where's that bell? Behind it. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the name Zeton is derived from Zeto, which is the Japanese pronunciation of the letter Z. Oh, so it's not Zeta. Like, like Zed. Right. Yeah, that, yeah. Like the British pronounce it Zed. Yeah. Well, I know in, in Greek it would be Zeta. So right. We'll go with Zeta. This Zeta. concept has a final theme. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hey, fair Check enough. Check it out. And it may also be a reference to the Sexton Beetle. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It's all right, I guess. Although Supervised states that Zeton's fireballs are one trillion degrees hot, sweet Christmas. Yes. It is not actually physically possible as a moving object that's that hot will be able to turn surrounding air into plasma. Yes. Increasing friction, thus making the fireball even hotter. At the distance <laughs> Zeton launched his fireballs at the base and Ultraman, the result would have been akin to a nuclear explosion. <laughs> And you got to think of it this way. Someone actually went, that temperature's wrong, and you think I'm bad with yeah. the physics. Someone yeah. said, that temperature's wrong because yeah. it had just been a nuclear explosion. Yeah. You yeah. think I'm bad with physics. Yeah, hey. <laughs> I, Someone else went right where I didn't go. <laughs> I, you know what? And, like, nobody in the show said, oh, those are a billion, a trillion yeah, degrees. Yeah, nobody actually came out with but the holy temperature. Crap, but holy crap, that's somebody something actually else, man. took the time, looked into it, and said, nope, can't do that either. Yeah, that's <laughs> nuts. Wowzers. I wonder if it says who the uh, who the suit actor was, because, I mean, usually if it's Haru Nakajima, they're pretty, they're pretty good at you know, saying, yeah. yeah, it doesn't say. So but just yeah, joke. That was great. That, that was, was a great episode. They, episode. they threw the rest of their budget yeah. at this episode. Oh, so they set the Science Patrol headquarters exactly. on fire. They blew it up in two or three different spots. Then they then we saw them turn on the sprinklers. Which we've never seen before. No, that was great. That was a very, very cool effect to try to get the sprinklers to work. Yeah, they, they, they <laughs> pop, come up out of the ground and they literally shoot water back at Science Patrol headquarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Why not? Fantastic. <laughs> that is fantastic. Yeah, I loved it. It was a, it was a great a, episode. It was an absolutely perfect end to this series. To yes. the series, absolutely, it was. Absolutely, no, no doubt, no doubt. Now, um, I'm going to go through this again, just so we know, so we remember. Um, the uh, the cast, as always, was Susumu Kurobi as Shin Hayata. Uh, let's see. Akiji Kobayashi as Toshio Muramatsu, which is Captain Mira. Captain Mura, okay. Um, Hiroko Sakura as Akiko Fuji. Fuji. Um, Sandayu Dokomanemushi as Daisaku Arashi. Arashi. Daisuke Arashi. Sorry about that. Um, so they constantly refer to each other by their last, last name, which okay. is it's Japanese. Yes, very common. Okay. Um, uh, this is going to be a little tough for me, kids. Um, oh, you're Masa, butchering the Japanese in the first place, so don't worry about it. Masanari Nihei is uh, Mitsuhiro Ide, or Ito. Ito. Um, Akiko Hirata is Dr. Iwamoto. Okay. Um, Ultraman is, of course, Bin Furuya. Um, apparently, uh, Masao Nakasone does the grunts. Oh, okay. And, so they uh, have one guy actually playing Ultraman and yeah. another guy doing the voice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So 
that is pretty great. Um, we got to see that that not only like is there more Ultraman, but they can help they, each other. Yeah, out. yeah, it's they great. Bring like back. they assume that there's going to be another one. You know, yes, that this Ultraman will eventually come back, even if it is a little while. And there are Ultramen, and there are more that you can do with this character that they've now figured out is obviously making them a bundle of money. That oh yeah, they wanted to. The 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 TV the TV station uh, said, hey, we really want to. Um, do more of this. And right, right. EGC was like, no, nah, I got another idea. Got another show. That's great. Don't worry about it. That's great. I got you covered. Now, it'll be on next week. And the, the thing I... <laughs> They're shooting it concurrently. Are they really? Yeah. I, I think it was great. on. I think it came the on... The following week. The This premiered two weeks after Ultra Q ended. Two weeks. So they, they knew it was coming. Two weeks. Now, the only reason it didn't do one week is they weren't done with the special effects yet. Oh, that's crazy. So they put out a live episode really? called Introducing Ultraman oh, in black and white. Oh, that would have been fun to see. I have it. It's not subtitled, but I think that's what we might watch next if week. It's, if it's not subtitled, do they have any English in it? Nope. Yeah, Still going to go through. It's only half an hour. All right, all right. I guess we'll do it. Yeah, but I mean, the... If they're doing another series after this, my thought would be, we know actors can get expensive because, hey, it's my show, why yeah. not make more money? Right. And now they're saying, no, we don't need you. I'm not sure we can do that. somebody there. else. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, you got to figure actors are going to want raises yeah. to do the show that they're doing. Right. Here... They don't need the same actors. They can no, use we different just keep actors. Doing another show. We different just, actors. Yeah. It's a different Ultraman. It's not you. It's a different guy. Yeah, different guy. And completely. These guys, and the actors are going, you <laughs> little. Well, I think at this point in in Japanese filmmaking, there a lot of them were under contract. Okay. So it's contract just like, hey, place. we're going to move you over to here. We're going to do this. Now you're in the samurai show. Now you're going to do this. All now right. We're I'm That's pretty fair. sure that was That's the case enough. back then. I, I could be wrong. Because, um, I mean, you would think, like I said, with you go with a show that, you know, everybody seems to remember the show mm -hmm. Friends. Right. That last season, they were all making a million dollars an episode. Right. Because they were just able to up and up and up and up. Right. And even though the last season is god-awful, right. it's a million dollars an episode that yeah. they had to get paid. That's right. So, I mean, hey, God bless them. But they kind of knew that they were running out of show. Yeah. Well. Oh, well, yeah. Ten, ten seasons is a long time yeah, for to sure. run a yeah. show. You know? You run out of ideas about six people living in Manhattan. Yeah, I mean, that you could tell, like, when... And obviously, we're not spoiling anything. When Chandler and... Um, what's her name? Rachel... Not Rachel. Uh, what was her name? Chandler and the other one got married. What? No. They expected the show to end there. What? And 9-11 happened, and they said, no, we need another season. Yeah, spoilers, Pat. I Come know, on. It, it's, you know, you're talking 15 years ago, so I'm not going to spoil that. No, but it's on Netflix now. Some people haven't watched it. I guess it's a, it's a, it is enjoying a huge renaissance. Yeah, millennials now. Yeah, because now it's on Netflix, and the writing holds up. Yeah, it does. I mean, I give it the fashions in the first two seasons, not Don't. so much. Yeah. But uh, that's and okay. The different noses that Chandler has doesn't really. <laughs> yeah, that, the fact that Chandler is fat, he's thin, he's yeah. fat, he's thin. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. we, we digress. So, yeah, that's basically it. We managed 
39 Full episodes of Ultraman. And a horrible Christmas special. Which was oh. <laughs> And he's already warned me what the next Christmas special is going to be. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I wanted to see that movie, and now you're telling me it's a Christmas episode, which means it's bad. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to do it. I don't know. <laughs> I remember it being pretty crazy, but we may watch it next week as the palette cleanser. I'm not sure. So, but yeah, so... Uh, Again, uh, Terminal Sunburn is responsible for all of our music. Thank you, Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. We have uh, a Twitter. It is Ultraman Podcast, or at Ultraman Podcast. Ultraman Podcast at gmail.com. You can go to UltramanPodcast.com and download some episodes or download them with whatever podcast listening device you usually use uh, via iTunes or Podcast Addict or any of those things will be available on Stitcher and Spotify very soon. So uh, uh, that is it until we meet again. There we go. Sally Ford. Oh, side special. Take care, everybody. That was nice. That was good. What did we get on that one? 44 minutes. Nice. Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.